Torch Confessional, your weekly legal podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 172, and welcome once again to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. I have to say, like, when I started this podcast, uh, almost, it's it's been about a year and a half, I was really kind of nervous of what was this going to look like. I, I My first little, like, studio or whatever was in a closet. It was in our, like, downstairs closet, and I made, like, a little studio. And then, you know, I have people ask me, like, hey, are you actually recording these outside? And I was like, no, I would. I mean, the sound quality would be horrible. And then they were like, but it feels, like, more real if you do it outside because we can hear birds or we can hear the wind or whatever. And I thought, wow. So I started recording them outside on the front porch. And I have to say... For those of you who gave such wonderful input to me all those years ago, I just really appreciate it. Being out here, being outside, being on the front porch, the place where I really am trying to lean in and listen and then just try to articulate uh, what it is I'm working through out here has been really, really helpful. Um, and I, I say this a whole lot. So if you listen and you're like, oh my gosh, dude, give it a break. But you can find a space. Find a spot, you know, find a spot that's like your spot. There is something really beautiful that happens when you create some consistency in your life. And I think one of those things to create consistency around is a place. And so I, this is my front porch, but this is also a place that I call the the sanctuary. You know, this is a place where I feel like I meet God and I hear God and and he's with me all the all day long and everywhere I go and I don't, you know, it's not like I segment him um, from this porch or, you know, or in the rest of my life only, and I only keep him here on the front porch. Um, cause that's ridiculous. I don't have that control over God. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient, but this is a place where it seems that heaven and earth intersect where I just sense his presence and I can hear. And I think a part of it is just slowing down, remaining consistent and, in making myself available. God, I'm here. I'm listening uh, you created this space for me and for you to 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 come together as one, so I would abide in you. And and so, if you don't have a spot, I just tell, just try. And it could be anywhere. I mean, it could be at a park. It could be in your bedroom or whatever. I'm always a huge advocate of being outside, but uh, it could be just a spot where you just go, God, this is this is the sanctuary. This is the place that. I just, I meet you and I feel you and I sense you. And sometimes we're so busy jamming through the day and everything we got going on that we miss these, just these beautiful moments. And then we work to carry them out throughout the day. His presence is near to us at all times. So this front porch, front porch has been very, very special to me. The one back in California, very, very special to me. And so I just anticipate that it'll continue to, teach me and help me and reveal to me all that he has uh, for me. Uh, For those of you who continue to listen week in and week out, thank you so much. And if this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. Welcome to a place where we learn and grow together. And then for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash front porch confessional. Thank you so much. The Support is much appreciated. I really, really do appreciate it. Okay, our passage for today 
is Isaiah 26, verse 3, and it says this, you keep him, this is, this is Isaiah talking about God, that you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So I'll read again, Isaiah 26, 3. You keep him, that's you and me, in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Um, as I was working through this passage, I was thinking about um, this moment. We went whale watching a couple years ago. It's something I've always wanted to do, like always wanted to go whale watching. And, and y'all know I'm like a huge fan of the ocean, but boy, oh boy, like whales and dolphins, I kind of lose my mind. I become a little child. And uh, so we went whale watching. I'd always wanted to do it. So we, we get on this boat. It was a pretty kind of stormy day, and the boat, like, a, it wasn't like an easy glider. You know, this thing was, like, up and over the waves. And so the boy, Cooper and I, uh, mainly, uh, Cooper and I thought, well, let's take advantage of this. So as the, you know, the boat is going up, Cooper and I jump in the air, and, our, you know, it kind of drops you. You know, so our feet would land strong. Well, my wife is freaking out. First off, she doesn't like heights, uh, and she doesn't like kind of this idea of, you know, her children bouncing over the edge into the ocean. I know, strange. Um, I just look at life as a complete adventure, but she's feeling like this is the worst thing ever. Everything's going to go bad. The children are going to, and she's so not at peace. She's like clinging to the edge. She's looking at Cooper and I say, would you two cut it out? Because she's imagining that this thing's going to go under the water or I'm going to bounce out and go into the ocean or Cooper's going to do that, right? And so she is not at peace. She is stressed out. And she said, could you just chill out? Could you just stand here and be still? It'll help me out. And I think so often as we look at life, it feels a little bit like that. Right. It just feels like it feels chaotic. It feels crazy. It feels a lot of times like I don't know what's going on. It's confusing. It's frustrating. You're like, can everything just calm down? Can everything just relax? And I have found, I really have found. And I think again, like as I slow down and I'm starting to reflect on my own life, like I I have found that we are addicted, right? To these ups and downs in life. Right when all is going well, right when all is going well, oh my gosh, we tell people, oh, I'm just so blessed. God's just blessing me. He's just blessing me so much. I just feel so blessed, right? And then when things go bad, they don't go with the way we want. We shake our fists to the heavens. We, oh, how could you abandon us, God? Where are you? How could you leave me? How could you forsake me? Where are you, God? And we have just been on this emotional roller coaster for all these years. You know, and the really interesting thing for me is this. Uh, I've not really experienced this in other cultures. Not to say it doesn't happen, and I obviously haven't been to every continent and every place. I haven't. I would love that. I haven't, but the ones I've been, I've not experienced this. That my understanding of who God is is based upon whatever I'm experiencing circumstantially. You know, I remember visiting this lady in a dung hut in Kenya. We're just deep in, and we're in this dung hut in Kenya. And she invites us in. You know, she kind of had like a 
like a sheet that was over her front door and she just pulled it and she welcomed us in and we we sat on a seat that she had made and she was so happy and so sweet and I think just so excited that we were there and we were so excited to be with her and you know and I and so I wanted to learn from her right because I could I could tell the peace of God was over her she had incredible joy and so I just asked her I was like hey just tell me about God tell me about your understanding of him and uh, she said something so powerful she said well you know every morning Every morning I wake up and I thank him for the day and then I walk out my front door and I ask him to give me some food. And sometimes he does and other days he doesn't and he is good. She was at complete peace because her mind was fixed on her provider and she trusted that he was good and that he was in control. I wonder if that convicts you right now as you're listening to this. Because it convicted me. still convicts me. Do I wake up in the morning and just go, Hey, I know you love me. And I know you're taking care of, over, of everything. And what really blows me away. It blows me away that we live in a land of prosperity. And yet we are so stressed out. Right? Not many of us wake up in the morning and go, God, if you could just feed me today. We're like, we're like, what restaurant would I like to eat at? Or, you know, we, we, we have so many options, right? And yet we're so stressed out, right? We have moved farther and farther away from real faith. And as a result of that, life has become dependent on us. And this is a hundred percent. What Isaiah says needs to change. This is what has to change. He's showing us the other side of the coin. It's like, it's like he's sitting with a friend and he's saying, peace comes from trusting and keeping our minds on God. Anything else will only do the opposite in our lives. And our culture is a prime example of this. The world in which we live in, this culture, this American culture, this westernized culture, is a perfect example of how this is just going wrong all the time. And Isaiah is going, there is a different way to do this. And see, see the, in Scripture, there's this very important word, very, very special word in the Hebrew, and it also has a, a form in Greek. And the word is shalom. Shalom means peace, but it also, that peace, uh, you know, sometimes we, we kind of uh, contextualize the idea of peace, like, oh, I just feel so much better. Oh, I just feel calm today. But really what this word is saying, it, it's all about completeness or wholeness, which means it touches every part of our lives, both internally and externally, and it's who God is and it's what he's inviting us into. So, God will keep us in shalom when our minds are focused on him. And the word that really stood out to me was this word stayed. Stayed on him. Stayed. I just kept thinking, stayed. Stayed on him. 
And it kind of gives this image of making a home in God and staying with him. Not inviting for dinner or, or trying him out. Let's see if this works. No, 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 no. But abiding in him, which is this New Testament reality that, that, Jesus, invite, that Jesus invites us into. Right? And I couldn't help but think, man, man, we invite so many other things to stay. Our minds stay on so many other things other than God. And that needs to change because otherwise we won't experience shalom. We won't experience peace. But not only just staying on God like that is important, but also we need to trust him in every situation of our lives, both the good and the bad. And this is why it says in Romans 8, 28, that he works all things together for good to those who love him. Because when we finally come to the end of our plans and our desires and lean into all that God is, we will experience shalom. And that he's working all things together for good to those who love him. He's bringing a completeness, a wholeness, and he's inviting us into. And I don't know about you, but I feel so deeply that we need to change the way we stay with God because he stayed with us. I mean, incarnation moved into the neighborhood. He reconciled us back to God. Jesus reconciled us back to God to restore shalom for all eternity with God. And if all this is the case, and this is what Isaiah is helping us understand. Why do we keep trying to be in control? We need to repent of this. Because we need to let God invite, invade our hearts, our souls, our mind, and our strength. And we will find that completeness and we will find that wholeness that he promises us as we trust him. Because staying with God brings soul satisfaction. So the question is this, is your life focused and filled with the trust of the Father? Is your life focused and filled with the trust of the Father? Are you experiencing shalom? Father God, we need you. We need your shalom. Teach us, guide us, help us to experience all that you want to give us as we slow down and listen and trust you and, and stay with you. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe.